as promised, we're talking about boundaries today. And the boundaries we're covering apply to both sides of the relationship with your adult children. The boundaries you might need to put in place for them and the boundaries they may need to put in place for you. If you take my advice, they won't need to implement boundaries because you'll already be two steps ahead of them. Being a Gen Xer and becoming a grandparent means you're still enjoying a very full life, filled with your career, friends, hobbies, maybe even younger children still at home. If your grandchildren live nearby, it's possible you've been seen as a built-in babysitter. So your adult children may be asking you to take their children often. It's also possible that you feel like you should agree every time they want you to take them because you want to be a good grandparent, right? Well, being a good grandparent is a worthwhile goal, but it shouldn't be measured by how easily and often you agree to watch your grandchildren. Obviously, there will be a lot of times you'll want to have those precious littles around, and you should. And you should as often as you'd like. Our goal is to proactively prevent hard feelings due to your adult children assuming you want the babies around all the time. Since writing my book, my social feeds are now also filled with content from millennials who complain that their parents are always around and don't have any boundaries when it comes to wanting to spend too much time with them. As we've talked about before, a lot of us Gen Xers see our adult children as our best friends, and even when they start having their own families, we still see them as our best friends that we want to spend time with. I did a video about this, and it's the Gen X issue of being best friends with our adult children because we raise them to be totally cool people. We love them more than anything and we adore being around them. All of a sudden they have a baby and we're supposed to back off? It just doesn't seem fair. It's a delicate balance of being a supportive grandparent while also respecting the boundaries of your adult children and their new family. The scripture that I referenced in my book on this matter is from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 3. Nor yet as domineering over those assigned to your care, but by proving to be examples to the flock. Again, that comes from 1 Peter 5, 3. When you can be an example to your family, you can set the tone and the boundaries without ever saying a word. And that's really what I take from that scripture is you don't have to be domineering in order to influence uh, those around you. Becoming a grandparent is an exciting milestone in life, but it comes with its own set of challenges, particularly when it comes to setting boundaries. It's important to recognize that your adult child is now the parent and you are the grandparent. While it may be tempting to want to take control and offer unsolicited advice, it's important to remember that your child and their partner are the primary caregivers and decision makers for your grandchildren. This means respecting their parenting style and not overstepping your boundaries as the grandparent 
unless of course there's something potentially harmful to the child um, that you could see becoming a problem down the road. This also means that you need to give them time alone as a family. They are in the process of creating their own little nuclear family with their own rules and freedoms and special moments together. You can't always be part of that. And in fact, when you let them have their time, they become a closer and emotionally healthier family, which benefits everyone. On the flip side of that, you need to set boundaries that respect your own time and relationship. While we love spending time with our grandchildren, we need to maintain our own personal time and space. This means setting expectations for when and how you'll visit or babysit your grandchildren um, and communicate these expectations with your adult child so that there are no surprises when it comes to this issue. Other boundary considerations include recognizing and respecting your adult child's new family. This includes their spouse, their in-laws, and their extended family. When you can lift up and encourage the relationship your grandchild also has with the other grandparents, your life will be so much more peaceful. Believe me, I know how difficult this can be, but you can do it. I've had my moments of jumping into the ring with the other grandparents and it's got me nowhere. The only thing it did was cause more frustration and anger and that just steals precious moments of peace and joy. So I made a decision to no longer allow them to have that power over me. I also realized that my son-in-law actually needed to be the one to handle the issues, not me. I'm trying to save you a little bit of headache, my friends, by encouraging you to do what I should have done from the start. Speaking of my son-in-law, I'd like to point out that setting boundaries as a grandparent is a crucial aspect of maintaining and nurturing relationships with not only your adult child, but also with your son or daughter-in-law. The efforts that you put in can go a long way and they will recognize those efforts that you're making. And by respecting the boundaries of your adult child and their new family, while also setting boundaries that honor your time and relationship, you'll create a very strong and positive dynamic that, that plays out really well for everyone. And when your child's spouse sees the efforts you make to respect them and their family, it can truly be a metaphorical handshake that shows agreement with them and their family and boundaries. This obviously is positive, not only for your relationship with you and your son or daughter-in-law, but it also um, comes off as very loving and accepting to your child. Now remember the relationship between you and your child is the most important aspect of becoming a grandparent because when your child can see that you're being mindful of their new family, 
they are likely more eager to return the favor. Sometimes your efforts will be recognized as you show the example, like we learned in 1 Peter 5.3, and that will be appreciated with reciprocal actions. But sometimes it has to be spelled out. Don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations about boundaries. It doesn't have to be a formal meeting where everyone draws lines in the sand and it feels um, aggressive or too assertive. Just maybe the next time you're together having a meal or you're enjoying drinks together on the patio, keep the conversation casual and just say something like, you know, we love spending time with you whenever we can, but if it ever gets to be too much, please say so. We've been hearing a lot of people in your season of life complaining that their parents hang around too much, and we definitely don't want you to feel that way about us. Making that kind of a statement is less aggressive than pointedly asking a question like, do you think we hang out with you too much? Their first option is gonna be to say, no. But when you're, be when you're mindful of your words, and the way you bring up the subject, then the conversation just flows naturally. Of course, they still might simply say something like, oh, heck no, we love spending time with you too. To which you could just simply respond, we'll promise you'll let us know if it gets to be too much, or just feel free to say no sometimes to us. We'll be okay. That can really let them off the hook and allows them to see that you're thinking about these things because it's possible they've been thinking about these things. And when you can open the conversation in a non-confrontational way, this helps them to consider whether they've put any undue pressure on you or if they've pushed the envelope too much with your boundaries. And as much as I hate to say this, you're going to need to be willing to say no sometimes to babysitting requests if that's been an issue in your relationship. I think a lot of times our, our children want to offer us the quote-unquote babysitting opportunity whenever they can because they feel like they're making us happy or they're doing us a favor by giving us more time um, with the with our grandchildren but there are times it can be overboard especially when you do have a career and you do have uh you know, other things that you're doing, you might be uh, an empty nester and really absorbing and enjoying the extra free time that you have. And you definitely didn't sign up to uh, become like a second parent to your grandchildren and not to sound harsh and not to sound like that's an issue for everybody. But if there's even that bit of misunderstanding where they they feel like they're doing something that you would want them to do and it's become something that you feel is really more of a burden on you and it's becoming something that causes you to resent them then 
that conversation needs to happen. And more likely, it's it's really due out of a misunderstanding or them doing something out of the goodness of their hearts than trying to take advantage of you. So be willing to have that conversation if, if that's where you're at. Um, and, you know, the, the other thing with Gen Xers is because we feel like we're so we're still so young and we still have so much going on in our lives. Um, we still actually have the energy and the desire to spend time with our grandchildren, but let's face it. You still have a life. You're in an exciting season of empty nesting and newfound freedom. So when you lead by example and maybe have some delicate conversations, this can be a truly wonderful time as you watch your family grow and expand your own wings. I address this more in detail in my book, Crowned, A Faith-Filled Guide for Gen X Grandparents. So pick that up if you haven't seen it yet, and we'll be back in touch with you very soon. Take care.